Hey, what's good? This video is sponsored by TheLabs.com. TheLabs is basically a platform that makes owning the rights to your work as easy as file sharing and writing lyrics. TheLabs is a collaborative workspace that provides automated tracking, rights management, and protection of your music files during and after you create. Backed by blockchain, store your music and share securely with The Labs. So whether you're an inspiring writer or a seasoned vet, The Labs is the safest way to collaborate and share your music. Create, collab, and protect with The Labs. Go check it out, folks. Yo, what's good? My name is Regino, aka The R Star, aka Mr. Straight Fire. And this is Unabashed Reggie's breakdown, analysis, reaction, review to Eminem's verse on the adventures of Moon Man and Slim Shady. Before we start, if you enjoyed this video, give it a like and subscribe to my channel if you haven't already done so. If you're new to my channel, I do lyrical breakdowns and rhyme analysis of rap songs. As a stan, I mostly do Eminem related songs, so if you're a stan like me, you will love it. As always, check the description to find time codes to skip to the breakdown part, and if you like the audio version only of this video, you can find it on most podcast services. All the links can be found in the description as well. And if you want to support this channel, you can do so by going on patreon.com slash unabashedlyreggie. For a dollar, you get the full rhyme sheet and sometimes extended versions of the videos. And if you want to get a shout out, that's always a $5 tier. With that said, shout out to all my patrons, but specifically to Katie Farrar, Brett Abram, Paul Carter, Jean-Pierre Vaillancourt, Alexander Rivera, Jason NMK, and Nolan Alston. Thank you guys for your support. Now, on to the song. The Avengers of Moon Man and Slim Shady was released on July 10th, 2020. On its release, it was labeled as a Kid Cudi single featuring Eminem, but it then got changed to a single by Kid Cudi and Eminem. They also released mer merchandise for the duo, which could possibly lead to more collaborations. It is produced by a longtime and frequent collaborator of Cudi, Dot the Genius, who did Cudi's hit Day and Night. The track was also co-produced by Jay Graham and Eminem. And if you're an Eminem fan, you know that when the beat changes and M starts rapping, that's what he added as he often does to take over the track and suit it more. Speaking of M's production, Slim actually produced a track for Cudi called I Hear Them Calling fe featuring Lil B back in 2010, but this is the first time both rappers have been featured on the same song. So how did that track come about? Well, on May 7th, 2020, almost a full two months before the track's release, Cudi randomly tweeted at Eminem, Rap God, help! Then a day later, M was interviewed by Lil Wayne on his podcast, and Wayne brought the tweet to M's attention, but M hadn't, hadn't seen it yet, so he had no idea it happened. Slim was actually caught off guard and didn't really know what to say besides that it was funny. So when Cudi heard the interview, he felt it was his chance to shoot his shot with Marshall, as he told Wayne in an interview of his own. So he sent the song to M's camp and the rest his history. And most likely already had respect for Kid Cudi because he shouted him out in the Bad Meets Evil song, All I Think About. But when you think about it, there's a lot of similarities with the two. Both artists are fathers to a daughter. They've dealt with mental health issues, drug addiction caused by the rap fame, and both got clean by going through a rehab. Plus, Cudi is known for openly discussing his personal issues in his raps. So M could probably relate to what he was saying in his songs, and for that reason, M probably accepted the request. The title comes from the two rappers' respective nickname. Cuddy's Moon Man comes from his first two albums, which are titled Man on the Moon, and of course, we all know Slim Shady. Now, I gotta admit, when I first saw the title, I thought it was going to be more of a storytelling track, 
But here the term adventurous comes from the fact that both rappers talk about their lives and topics that they care about. I personally have never much listened to Kid Cudi, but I think he did his thing right here on his song. But of course, I care more about M's verse, and you probably do, because you're probably a stand like myself. What I love now is that M seems to be more relaxed with his flow, but at the same time, he makes it entertaining with nice variations. Something that I've sort of complained about, which is always wanting to go full blast, so I'm glad to see him pace himself. I like this verse a lot. I like seeing him being a conscious Eminem, but he does it in a way that it doesn't sound like he's preaching, which is what I sometimes don't like from conscious rappers. Flow is dope, great rhymes, and nice workplace, typical M verse, right? Oh, and the beat is nice too. Not amazing, but I think the simple beat let the rapper shine more. But with that said, on to M's first breakdown. So if it's God you believe in, bob your head and just nod in agreement. They say time's undefeated. I'm gonna be the first one who can beat it. I'll stop right here for a sec. Sometimes there are cases where I wonder why M chose a word when he could have chose another that would rhyme. Like first one who can beat it. Where he emphasized the one and it lands just like God, nod and time on the snare. So I wonder, why did he use guy, which would have rhymed and is also one syllable? And yeah, it rhymes with un of undefeated, but it's not the main scheme. Sorry, that's, that's just, that's just the, the rhyming geek in me. But maybe I'm missing something and the choice of the word one is important. You know, now that he's woke, maybe he wanted to make it gender neutral. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And Marshall, if you're watching and you're like, damn, he's right. Why I did that? Sorry, but I doubt it. Moving on. I had hoop dreams, nah, shoot trees, got a little green, but I don't do weed, per Norlean, that's Tunchi, that's New Orleans, fuck Drew Brees. To start the verse, you have a reference to rap God. At first you think he might be talking about God because M has been upfront with his belief, but when he says, bob your head to the beat, he's basically saying, if you're feeling this track by bobbing your head, you're acknowledging that you believe he's a rap God. Time being undefeated, or the saying you can't beat father time, is about the fact that as you age, you don't function as well and for athletes and even artists and sometimes as time goes on they lose their ability so M is telling us that he's going to be the first one to continue killing these raps until he's dying day and he's old and gray in other words till the day that he drops till he's eating whole age he can still fill a whole page believe it or not when he was 18 years old Eminem was at a crossroad. He didn't know if he wanted to pursue a career in rap or as a basketball player. He felt he was better at basketball than rapping at the time. That's what he told us in his autobiography, The Way I Am. Therefore, when he says he had hoop dreams, he's talking about that time when he wanted to be a basketball player. Hoop Dreams is also the name of a documentary about two African-American teens from poor Chicago neighborhoods who try to make it in the NBA. So the term hoop dream can also be interpreted as actually coming from humble beginnings and hoping to be winning big at life. Now, obviously, M is not in the NBA, so what does he mean by now I shoot threes? Shooting a three-point in basketball is the toughest shot to make. Therefore, he's bragging about how he's regularly doing incredible things in his rap career. Another way to interpret this, if you allow me to reach, could be referring to the fact that with all the money he made, he was able to build a basketball court in his house, so he's shooting threes at home. In fact, a mansion he once owned in Rochester Hills, Michigan, had an outdoor basketball court, so perhaps he now has one inside his current residence. Continuing with the fact that he's made it big, he says, got a little green, green being a slang for money, but also for weed, hence why he says he doesn't do weed. Purple drink, Orlean, is a cocktail made of cough syrup and other ingredients such as soda and hard candies. Little Wayne was known to be a heavy user of that drink. That's the reason why he gets a shout out. If you didn't know, his nickname is Tunchi. Then he connects Little Wayne to Drew Brees. 
Weezy is from the state of New Orleans, and Drew Brees is the quarterback of the NFL team, the New Orleans Saints. Now, the reason why Brees get the Will Smith treatment here is because of his stance on kneeling during the national anthem. As you may remember, Colin Kaepernick, while playing for the San Francisco 49ers, was kneeling during the national anthem as a protest against police brutality against black and brown people. Hammond showed his support to Colin, for example, in the in Untouchable on Revival and the Storm Freestyle. But Drew Brees was against that action back in 2016, but following the murder of George Floyd, he doubled down on it in an interview on June 3rd, 2020 with Yahoo. I'm curious how you think the NFL will and should respond to that. And of course, you're such a leader in the league. Uh, what is your responsibility as a leader uh, in times like this for the rest of your teammates and, and players in the league? Well, I, I will I will never agree with anybody um, disrespecting the flag of the United States of America. Fuck Drew Brees, indeed. But what's interesting is the fact that Eminem included that in his verse, so you can tell he wrote it only a couple weeks prior to the song release date. Moving on. Snoop Dogg Double, that's two Gs I probably spent on paper. Ooh wee, since two of the probably killed a few trees, but the only ones I smoke are the loose leaf, not high, but I'm your highness, and secretly you're on my dick, but you haters are butthurt, bunch of sore high hens, I was just a poor white kid. I don't know if you've noticed it, but when he says, but the only ones I smoke are the loose leaf, in the back you have this sound, and he follows it. That's why he switched up the delivery, and for a reason like this, M is a master at writing the beat. Plus, notice how he really twisted the pronunciation of Tuesday to fit the rhyming pattern by saying Tuesday. Also, an alliteration with B's, but, but hurt bunch. In these bars, him as a marijuana theme. He shouts out Snoop, who's probably the most well-known stoner in hip-hop, if not just media altogether. Snoop often says his name by going Snoop Deal Double G. That's why M says that's two G's. But then he connects it with the next line, a G, a grand is a thousand dollar. That's what he spent on paper, but not zigzag paper to roll weed, but actual loose leaves. Then another word play is based around weed. Smoking a tree means smoking marijuana. But since M wrote thousands and thousands of lyrics on paper, he's responsible for literally killing trees, what papers are made of. Continuing with the marijuana theme, he plays on the word high and highness, having the same root. Highness has two meanings. First is the state of being high, so it means that M's music is dope, literally. So his greatness makes you high, or it's your drug. The second meaning, highness, is used as a title for a person of a high rank like a king. And that will be tied later with the lines about being the king of rap. And you could also say it's a reference to Nicki Minaj's Majesty song that he was featured on. High end is just a more fancy way of saying butt. So butthurt and sore high end are the same thing, but high end adds to the rhyming pattern. Basically, in that line, he's saying that his haters actually love him secretly, and he tells those who claim his success is only due to his skin color, he reminds them that he was just a regular guy and a poor one on top of that. Now, if rap was b-ball, I'd be Jordan like, bitch, you wish you could score like this, not even a half court, I'd miss a mouthwash, because if I was on the floor, I'd swish, but I cannot lie, I got you in my top five worst rappers of all time, I lost my spot, y'all got all time. The first two lines are a callback to his hoop dreams and continues the basketball metaphors. Michael Jordan, you know, the guy from the shoes, is widely considered as the greatest basketball player of all time. But what's interesting, M is saying it'd be Jordan-like, and he's not saying I'd be Jordan. There's a nuance by saying like. It shows that he's humble and doesn't claim to be the GOAT. Then we have a pretty sweet homophone that was highlighted by the lyrics video. That would be with fluoride switch, which hides fluoride. Fluoride is a mineral in your bones and teeth. Some toothpaste or mouthwash have fluoride in them to protect your teeth from some acids and prevent them to decay. 
All that to say, the work plays with mouthwash and fluoride. Plus, as you know, mouthwash is used to disinfect and clean your mouth. So M is saying that he's washing everyone in the game. And if you're not a basketball fan, a swish is when you throw the ball in the basket and it only touches the net. It's a perfect shot. The following two lines are about people still claiming that M isn't one of hip-hop's top MCs today. In this case, people didn't forget about Dre but forgot about Slim, hence why he says they have Alzheimer's, the disease that affects your brain by causing dementia and affecting ability to remember things. But those lines, some think it could also be a sneak diss to MGK because Machine Gun Kelly did a freestyle titled What's Poppin' back in April 2020 where he said things like old timers, damn y'all got Alzheimer's, and also said top five of the young rhymers. I'm not gonna lie, that freestyle wasn't bad at all. But back to M. Knowing how much he keeps up with everything music today, you would think he heard that and responded to MGK with those lines, right? But has he said it not a light? I don't use the blim and sure as fuck don't sneak this. So my final words, it's not an MGK diss. Moving on. King of rap, nah, their words, not mine. King of swear words and not line. Continuing to show how humble he is, he's refer referencing the fact that he never claimed to be the king of hip hop, but some have. For example, Rolling Stones gave him that title in a 2011 article. And funny enough, in a 2015 interview with Vlad TV, star from the old Star and Buck Wild show, radio show, was sitting alongside Lar Jamor, and Star debated that Slim was the king of hip-hop. In that same line, he plays on the double meaning of swear. On one hand, when you promise something is absolutely true, which goes with not lying, and on the other hand, a swear as in a bad word. And yes, M definitely swears a lot in his record, but it's not his fault. In fact, did you know that since birth, he's been cursed with the curse to just curse? You should never compare yours, a toll-free number, only where you'll ever have a hot line. That was a simple wordplay, but it's one of those that makes you smile. A toll-free number is a number that when you call, there are no charges, even if it's a long-distance call. For example, a 1-800 number. And a hotline is a direct telephone line set up for a specific purpose, like a suicide prevention center. And those hotlines are usually toll-free numbers. So M played on that in an actual hotline in a verse. Fuck's going on, man. Bunch of halfwits in the office. Half of us walking around like a zombie apocalypse. Other half are just pissed off and don't want to wear a mask and they're just coughing. And that's how you end up catching off the shit often. I just use the same basket as you shopping. Now I'm in a fucking casket from you coughing. Notice the subtle rhyme of shopping with Namin. In those lines, M criticized people who choose not to wear a mask in public spaces during the COVID-19 pandemic. Really, refusing to wear a mask has now become a political statement for some. But what I love, like I said earlier, it's how Eminem shows his con consciousness without being too pushy about it. Plus, he does it with a nice rhyme and a cool flow. He understands that he could influence other people with his words. And I'ma be honest, I sometimes didn't wear masks when going to groceries. Not to be a rebel, but just because I would forget or just not make an effort to remember. But now, when I go out and I hear that Eminem line in my head, I do wear my mask. Thanks, Lim. With that said, there's a homophone when he says they're just scoffing. The word scoffing is the act when you just dismiss something or mock it, as in scoffing an authority and define often. But just scoffing also sounds like just coughing. In other words, they don't wear masks, plus they have a cough, which he restates later. Now, that was cool. Moving on. The following lines end up the tempo with his flow, as we've come to expect, but he only does it for a few lines, so I enjoyed it more than other times. Let's take a look. Always stay ahead of haters, let them hate, but never let a traitor penetrate your circle. Separate yourself from those who try to pull you down. The real ones never straight. It's sort of like Medusa. That's how you stay ahead of snakes. 
Nice simile with Medusa. In Greek mythology, Medusa is a woman whose hair is made of snakes and anyone who looks her in the eyes will be turned to stone. With that information, you can probably now understand the wordplay. A head of snakes or a head of snakes like Medusa. All in all, within those bars, the message is to be smarter than haters and to make sure they don't get in your crew or they will bring you down. Now, some could say that's another line directed at backstabbing Joe. Who knows? Next lines. MCs pull out yet. I don't give a fuck how strapped you're gonna outwrap me. I doubt that. Please, bitch, I'm a house rat. These raps are about that cheese like mousetraps. The first two lines, M makes a metaphor with rapping skills and guns. It's not a bad line at all, but it's just way too similar to the Lord Above line. If rap was an actual Glock, you'd act like you're strapped when you're not. If you didn't watch my Lord Above breakdown, go watch it, by the way, I'll give some explanation again. To be strapped means to carry a weapon. So if lyrics were weapons, it don't matter how many guns rappers would have, they still wouldn't be able to compete with the caliber that Slim carries. M calling himself a house rap can be interpreted a couple of ways. One, M is known for being someone that doesn't go out often and stays at home in the studio. So we could be saying that you can't outwrap him because he spends so much time at home in his studio writing lyrics. Another way of interpreting that line would be the fact that house rats can sometimes be very difficult to get rid of. So if you think you can outwrap him and end his career, think again. And finally, maybe it's about the whole Eminem as a guest in hip hop started by you know who. Well, if you don't, well, large more. Anyways, although M did say he was a guest in hip hop in an interview with Crooked Eye, maybe not only is a guest, but more of a house rap because again, hard to get rid of. Then you have the simile with cheese and mouse traps. Obviously, you put cheese on the mouse trap to catch a mouse, but cheese is a slang for money. And since M has talked about the money that he has in his verse, he could also be referring to his own verse, but also how many rappers do talk about their own money. One more thing we can take away from this line, he's calling himself a rap when he's talking about traps for mice. So it could be a way to point out that he's above other rappers who are just mice. Who knows? At least that's how I see it. Next lines. Earthlings, I adapt to them. Certain things I don't want to do, but I have to in order to just act human, like using the bathroom and vacuuming, rapping in the booth in a triple fat goose, hazmat suit, bubble wrap, and a mask too. When I don't think that's what they meant by trap music, running through ink like I'm tattooing. An earthling is simply an inhabitant of the earth. When M is saying that he has to adapt to regular being to seeing human, it's adding to how he considers himself an alien or a human mutt, fuck a being, or going back to claiming to being a rap god. But if, if we push it deeper, it could be about Eminem adapting to hip hop and how it has changed and evolved. I've talked about it in my Music To Be Murdered By review, go see by the way, that M has finally learned to adapt to what's current but adding his own touch and style. Triple Fat Goose is a luxury brand of winter wear. They are usually pretty bulky. Now a hazmat suit are those suits with masks that you see researchers wear in toxic areas or what Walt and Jesse wore in Breaking Bad. So picture being in a winter coat, hazmat suit, inside bubble wrap and wearing a mask underneath and being inside a recording booth. You would definitely feel trapped. That's why he then mentioned the rap genre, trap music. That kind of over the top line with the hazmat suit bubble wrap reminds me of early Slim Shady. But the point he's trying to make here is that so many rappers are rapping on trap beats or making trap music and wearing all that is the only attempt he'll make at trying to be like all the other one and do trap music. Then another simple wordplay. Running through ink is a reference to writing lyrics with a pen, continuing how he kills trees and of course you tattoo people with ink. Moving on. This is music to be murdered by, you love, turn the volume up, I am fired up, like a blunt, bread is long, like a nut, Italian sub, I am drugs, that is probably why your opinion of means high as fuck. 
I love how he constructed the word syllables to make them rhyme like an uh, Italian sub, and then why your uh, opinion of that's pretty cool. You have obviously a nod to his last album, Music Be Murdered By, but you have a couple of wordplays. Continuing with the money theme with little green and cheese, bread is a slang for money. And when you hear my money long, it means you have a lot of money. And an Italian sub, like at Subway's, well, they're a long piece of bread. You see, that was a fairly basic simile, but the rhyming and the flow is what made it a good line. And if you didn't know, a blunt is simply a joint of weed. After that, we have a play on drugs and high. Having a high opinion of someone means that you have a lot of respect for them. This line goes with the previous, not high, but I'm your highness. And similar to what he did in the rose, turn the volume sounds like volume, the drug. So that goes with that part too. Now, final lines. And what I love about it is how he closes it with a message, something he believes in. If you're watching this in 2020, you definitely know who George Floyd was. He's the man who was murdered by a police officer who put his knees on Floyd's neck for 8 minutes and 20 seconds. That senseless murder was behind a pro the pro all the protests against police brutality in the summer of 2020. But a name that you might not be familiar with is the one of Ahmaud Arbery. Ahmaud was a 25-year-old unarmed African-American man who was killed in Glenn County, Georgia, while he was simply jogging. He was killed by three white men who assumed he was responsible for alleged thefts in the neighborhood. A video of the murder went viral, and yet it took 74 days after the killing before they were arrested, which shows the racial inequality and racial profiling going on in the U.S. As of this recording, this case is still ongoing. I'm really happy that M gave Arbery a shout out because of this story being lesser known, it will make more people aware of that injustice. Let's look at the lines now. And it's nonstop fury, cause I ain't holding them up like an armed robbery. And God's my jury, so when I die, I'm not worry. God's my jury is a nod to Tupac because it is a different phrasing of Tupac's famous quote and song, only God can judge me. Praise to George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery. How the fuck is that so many cops are dirty? Stop, man, please, officer. I'm sorry, but I can't breathe when I got you on top of me. Your goddamn knees on my carotid artery. Fuck. Wonderful ending. And once again, I'm taking a strong stance on a noble cause, but he does it with nice rhyming, like Ahmaud Arbery with cops are dirty and carotid artery. Like carotid artery. Who rhymes that? Brilliant, and I have to say, since Kamikaze Ham hasn't disappointed with his features, keep that going, Marshall. That's it, folks. That was my breakdown and analysis, preview, reaction to Eminem's verse on the adventures of Moon Man and Slim Shady. Let me know in the comments below if I missed something or if you have different takes on some of the lines. Now, as I said, I'm working on a stand video, and also I need to release some of that Tommy Coster Jr. interview clips. But until then, this has been Unabashedly Reggie. Thanks. It's been real. Oh,